Quick, which of these apps is on your phone right now? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. Are you using these or are they using you? We all know social media can be a huge black hole, but there are ways you can use it intentionally. Up next, an honest conversation about social media and ADHD. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. David, put down your phone. Oh, I was just looking to see if you'd replied. Don't be a tweet. I had my Facebook account since you send you an Instagram DM. <laughs> and I was I was <laughs> that linked to um, a TikTok. Ins- well, TikTok, thank you. <laughs> And then and then posted it out on next door for everyone to see. Oh man, my neighbors are going to be so mad. <laughs> I can't wait for you to fax me back. Do <laughs> uh, we do we we hit the big ones right? The big the biggest ones of the. I think so. I think 15. so. We still need to post it on Pinterest and MySpace and yeah and friend oh, feed. Do you remember friend feed? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today, my our dear, dear listener, we're talking about intentional social media. This is episode number 146. 146. We're playing with fire. Yay. I've noticed we're, we're playing with fire. You know, last week was how, you've, how your phone can help you focus. <laughs> and now we're talking about social media. What's gotten into Dana Rayburn? <laughs> well, they all kind of spark an idea. Oh, yeah, how phone can help us focus and... And but then there's social media, and a lot of this is sparked from my client calls and conversations throughout my weeks. It's just oh okay, yeah, I've, this this thing's popped up a few times. Probably I ought to talk about it on the pod. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just yeah. reminded me. I thought of a topic that I I, I need to write down, but I'm going to wait in in, in in a minute to before. So I'm not going to do that right now. Don't, is what I'm trying to say. Don't DM me. I'll just tweet on... about it and then I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, social media is this thing that you know I I I I got started early with it. I don't know. Did you were you an early adopter no. of any? No, okay. Just the Facebook. I, and I, yeah, I, I love re- how you I called really it the Facebook. The Facebook. I really have never liked social media. It just is. I and so this has not been as hard, big a challenge for me as it is for a lot of people. But Lisa, remember last week when we were talking about your phone usage data to, to go in there and, and look at see how much time you're spending on your phone? And if you didn't do that, that was episode one, number 145, yeah. uh, help, letting your phone help you focus or something to that effect. Anyway, if you are like many of us were, you could see that you spend a lot of time on social media. Yeah, I, I I just remembered I haven't looked since last week to see what my usage was. Yeah. But and what what we're looking at there is the amount of time and the time of day. Yeah. Because you may use social media for your work. Many of us opt to, many of us do. And then that's during the work day. Maybe that's okay. 
However, if you're not getting to bed on time, and so you're getting enough sleep, so your brain will work for you, as we talked about a few weeks ago, and you're looking and realize, oh, I'm on social media you know, after 10 o'clock at night or 11 or 12, whatever, those, those are signs. That's the data we're looking for here. David. Absolutely. And I just discovered that Sunday was my biggest day of usage, which I thought was interesting. That's kind of actually encouraging. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, if that's how you cho- chose to use your Sunday. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is that, and that I think is the point we're trying to get yeah. to today, right? Because I do end up using social media for work. Less so now than I used to, but I, it used to be a really critical part of work. And then, yikes, I, I don't, uh, I'm glad actually to not have that mm-hmm. need anymore as much, yeah. as much. Yes, yes. And I'm supposed to use it for work. If I were really wise, I would. And I don't, Meg does some. Uh, and I just, I, it it takes. I have enough trouble doing what I need to do, getting the the other stuff done to use it. It's good so for you to realize, though. It's just not like it's not something you it's enjoy. Not it's not like your biggest area of strength. So no, it is, and I don't think in sound bites, and I don't yeah. write in sound bites. It's just not the way my brain works. And I I realized uh, long ago in social media that that you know some people can post a really perky little thing, and for me, it's it's. You know, make sure you make your bed, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> which isn't quite going to get the clients rushing towards my website. Get, get them all um, excited about talking to you, right? I, what's funny is I, yeah. I know any listener to this podcast knows that I think in very, very, very long sound bites. <laughs> yes. I, like, I think in sound meals. <laughs> sound meals. <laughs> Yeah, I do get the, anyway. the feedback from you, dear listener, the ones that, that, that have written in that have said, you know, hey. Let, let let Dana talk more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me talk more. Yeah. Um, first, let's look at the yay, the good part about social media. And we're talking, and it's entertaining. It can connect us to people. It, I'm not saying it's all bad and we never want to use it. You know, that is not what we're saying at all. It has its place, its purpose, its role in our world and our lives. And it can be something that's good. It can be. Nothing is more entertaining than watching people flip out on next door. I'm telling you, man, that's just oh endlessly entertaining. Oh I don't, I don't, I don't even, I, I can't remember when I last have signed in, but I still get the emails from next door that like, or the, or, or the. I can't get rid of those. I, I keep trying to get rid of those and I can't. Um, anyway, that's a whole different conversation. But so, I still laugh at just because the emails tell I, me what people are posting about. Oh you see God. what people write and you think, yeah, it's entertaining to know how ignorant you are, neighbor. However, <laughs> the thing about, well, here we're getting off topic. The thing about next door is then everybody's posting all these awful things. So then you think you're living in this crime ridden neighborhood full of all this awful stuff when probably it's not any more than it ever was. But now all of us, anyway, but that's I think my thing. I think you're, what you're saying is relevant though. There's a facet yeah. of this. The only reason that, that, that next door works at all is because of outrage. The nice right. people don't post there. Or if they do, nobody ever sees what they post because nobody ever reacts to it. So it's it's like we rewarded outrage in 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 tech, yeah. you know, and that's yeah tragic, yeah. unfortunately. Anyway, yeah. okay, so that's and that's a good point. Okay, so the yay is that entertaining, connect us the boo. Social media can be emotionally draining. It can waste your time. It can 
inflame the outrage. Exactly. Um, and that's just not a healthy place for us to be. No, all the kind we could, uh, we won't talk about this at length, but I could talk about at length why algorithms are so deadly and dangerous to, to modern society. And this is, this is part of the deal is that things that get reactions are the things that people see. In fact, Dana, yeah. you know, about a month ago, Twitter published on GitHub, the algorithm that talks about visibility. In other words, the algorithm that drives whether your tweets get seen by anyone. And it was so hilarious. It was just perfectly formulaic. You could have predicted it. But, you know, it, 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 and it, 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 it seems something, it's written in innocuous language, but at the end of the day, outrage is, is the thing. Anything that yeah. you can do that generates controversy. And I just right. don't have time for that. If I want to connect with people, I don't great, you know, see their family photos or whatever. I mean, there's a certain amount of fun in that, but I, yes. I, I don't want to know what outrages them. Not, not anymore. No, I, I don't either. I don't either. And I don't need to know them. We have their bragging and they're, you know, all they're making up. Anyway, we could go off on this forever when we we're not going to. Okay. So social media has costs and this is what we want you to realize. There is no free ride, even though the apps are free to use, they are not really free. They have definite costs to our lives. And actually, as I was thinking through this, I, I broke it down, broke it down into four areas of costs. Oh, good. The productivity costs. Okay. Not getting the important stuff done. Your time just vanishes. You don't know where it's gone. You're not reaching your goals. Projects are late and you don't know why because you're just sucked into this world of social media, whichever apps you tend to prefer and use. And there's probably more than one. So then what does that do? That leaves us frustrated with ourselves. Other people are frustrated with us. We're under earning. We're not delivering. You know, all of that stuff. Yikes. And, and that links into the next cost, which I see as relationship costs. Relationships are neglected. You're engaging with other people's lives instead of the people sitting at the table in the restaurant with you. Do you ever see the families where everyone's sitting on their phones? They're at a restaurant and everyone's sitting on their phones in their own little world scrolling. I, I do. I see that. But you know what's kind of funny to me, Dana, is that when I was a kid, I grew up in a family of bookworms. We would literally go to a restaurant, the four of us, each mm -hmm. with our nose in a book. <laughs> so in some ways, like what's old is new again or what's new is old or what, however that phrase goes. But it's, it's not all it's that different. new, but it just has given yeah. us a new way. And I think your point is very important, right? That we're yeah. sacrificing. We would, we would make time or make investment in relationships if we had more time that we weren't wasting. Right. Right. And I also see how it blocks face-to-face -face social opportunities. The other day, I went and ordered some lunch for me and my friend at our local favorite taco truck. And I was sitting there, you know, they're slow, it's good. And I had to sit there for about 10 minutes waiting. And it was a gorgeous spring day. And all these other people are there waiting. And I'm looking around and they're all scroll scrolling through social media. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wouldn't it have been nice to just chat someone up? Sure. Not for any real reason other just to say hey hello human who also loves garcia's taco truck as much as i do you know what what's the what's going on and so and the but they're just instead of looking up and saying oh this is a beautiful day oh look at the bird look at the clouds look at the whatever they're looking at someone else's outrage or posts 
And all the extreme introverts of the world are like, thank God I have a reason for no one to talk to me at the taco that, truck. And that, that weird woman <laughs> uh, isn't going to talk to me. But, you know, I'm an introvert, too. But that's the kind of scenario where I might actually strike up a conversation. I have been with you in public places now, Dr. Johnson, and you're much more extroverted talking up other people than I was. Okay, at but the grocery store. The grocery store is a different. That's a we we were providing the entertainment to the universe. This is that, true. That, that, <laughs> This is uh, true. I can't wait for that video to be released. Anyway, go ahead. Me yes. either. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So that so other than the productivity relationship costs, we've got our mindset costs. You know, negativity flooding us, fear mongers, and also that comparison, that garden of comparison that we're planting. Do they like me? Am I good enough? And I am I smart enough? You know, I'm with ADHD. When we compare ourselves to other people, we rarely win. This is a formula for disaster, combining mm-hmm. it with re- any kind of rejection sensitivity, whether it's full-blown right. dysphoria or just the usual ADHD rejection sensitivity. Right. It's just going to fuel that. Absolutely. And it's at the mercy of algorithms. So I may post something that I think is just the most clever thing in the world and nobody responds. Yeah. The, because it hasn't been shown. Because it hasn't been shown. And this is where I think the, the the flip side of that is that a lot of people think they're not being controlled by social media. But in reality, the people who have a an army of sociologists, psychologists, and sciences, scientists studying how many split seconds you paused on that Instagram post, and they're going to know far better than you are what gives you dopamine. Right. Yeah. You can't they really win. Do. You, you, that is not a battle you're going to ever win. Mm-mm. And that's why I, uh, you, on Instagram, you're following people you like and then you don't ever see them again because you didn't pause long enough. It doesn't have something to read or photos, to whatever. Yeah, yeah. What they sold us was the ability to connect with people we know and like and are interested in you know, staying in touch with. And what instead we get are ads and posts from yes. organizations Bathing and people we've ads. never... <laughs> Yeah. Right. I'm getting right. ADHD app ads now, which great. <laughs> Instagram finally figured out I have ADHD. <laughs> they haven't found me yet. No, it's good. And then the la- the other cost to look at is the privacy costs. The m- more ads that impulsive shopping, the our data being sold, the security risks, you know, all of that stuff that I'm not, I don't want to fear monger here. And so if we're looking at ADHD, we can just think the impulsive shopping. I mean, that's a huge risk for us. It is. And as someone who has run, designed, run and operated paid advertising campaigns on social platforms, I can tell you the amount of data that the platforms have on you is unbelievable. It is just enormous. And yeah, I don't it's scary. It is. It is. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, they so, can slice you down to your basic elements and sell that to somebody. And they do. And they do. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are fear mongering, David. I'm not. This is we're dealing in fact right now. We want to yeah, fear monger. We, we could talk about the amount of data flooding to China with TikTok. But uh, that's the, the, honestly, <laughs> that's the reason I don't have TikTok on my device. However, in the last you know few months in the U.S., that concern has just been you know dragged through the media in a way that now it's it's in, it's incapable of being you know in, in disentangled from reality. So it, it sounds like I'm believing all that hype, and I'm really not. I I, I just know from data. <laughs> yes, and I on. know from you telling me. Well, 
then you my, you're, you're my well social informed. media. You are well. <laughs> <laughs> no privacy Don't is a big TikTok. deal. Yeah, and and <laughs> listen, social engineering. Anybody that has ever had you know an account hacked into or somebody impersonate them, it's unbelievable how well people who just Look up what you've posted online can understand things about you. Yeah. And so if you ever yeah. become a target of someone who really wants to hack into your bank account, good luck if you've posted a lot on social. Yeah. Anyway, we're not saying do not use social media. True. It can be fun. It can be interesting. It can be informative and stay in touch with things and people you care about. All right. So we just need to shift to a more intentional way of using it. We've got to go back to who do you want to be? How do you want to live? Exactly. And and if that means let's looking at our time sinks and looking where our um, comparison, our rejection is flared and our impulsive spending is flared. I think if we're on social, we can't not look at it. We just have to. No, it's true. It's true. And I appreciate the fact that you have advised us on means to use, you know, either Apple or Google. Uh, tools that are baked into the devices now to actually show us, you know, what our what our usage is because the data doesn't lie, unfortunately, right? You know, yeah, the data doesn't lie, and that's if you don't know what we're talking about, please go listen to episode one forty five. Yes, listener. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's get honest about the costs for each of the media social media platforms you use. Yeah. And I've got a lot written out here, David, and I'm not, I don't think we need to go through each one, but things like, you know, how much time are you spending? Which platforms are you using more than others? How do you, how can they be a tool? Let's just use Nextdoor for that. And if you don't know what Nextdoor is, it's this app that allows people to be broken down by neighborhoods and to find out what's going on in neighborhoods and communities. Yeah. And I resisted it for a long time. I joined years ago because of a local um, environmental cause that I wanted to promote. And you, the first step is to actually locate your house on a map and tell mm -hmm. the, 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 I don't use, I've never used the mobile app. I only signed in on the web. So I've never, I've never had the mobile app experience, but you, you have to tell the platform exactly where you live. <laughs> oh, and then your name and yes. your email address. So right off the bat, they know about more that. about you than maybe a Facebook might. A lot of people don't ever have a reason to give Facebook or Instagram their home address, right? I hadn't even thought about that. One. Right. Okay. However, so like I use Nextdoor. I don't follow all the outrage. But what I do use it for is, hey, we need new roofer. We're getting a new roof. You've heard me talk about that in a few weeks. Anybody have any roofers to recommend? Yeah. And and I got back, you know, 15, 20 recommendations for a roofer. And then I gave it all to Scott and said, here, darling, here's where you start. Go through these. And he figured it out. Yeah. And the beauty of that is if they're, if they're local to you and they're on next door, you, you might be able to just drive by and look at the roof and see if you liked it. You know, so that's there, there, yeah. there are a lot of great, you know, vendor yeah. recommendations. So and I actually had a client that was a pest control company that I helped them set up campaigns on next door. For that reason, they got a lot of recommendations and it was really, it was helpful for that as a, for them as a business. So, and for me, yeah, as a customer, that's really helpful. So that for me is the great use for Nextdoor. Sure. I don't need all the other stuff. All right. Um, and, and, but let's talk about Facebook is like the mindset. I realize with Facebook is that it can 
just drag me into this negativity and into this, um, why is my life more boring and less fun than other people? Yeah. And all these people I know, oh my gosh, their businesses are more successful. No, they're not. Their lives are more fun. Their relationships are better. Their children are better dressed and better behaved. You know, their hair looks better than mine, whatever. No, it's not true. But I, for me, Facebook just sucks me in. Yeah, I, 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 I'm aware of that effect. And I know that it probably had some influence on me at some point. But I stopped using Facebook in 2016. Because the yeah. political discourse became right. so polarized and people oh vehemently gosh. taking shots at each other that would never have done so in a million years if they saw each other in a restaurant. Right. And the and the people that, you know, relatives that I love that we have always gotten along and suddenly I realize what opposites we are politically and I, it makes me even question their sanity. I don't need that. No. I just don't need I'd that. I'd rather not know people's political opinions at this point. Right. Like, you know? Right. And God forbid yeah. if you ever try to have a nuanced conversation about anything because, right. you know, everybody starts taking shots. And so, yeah, I, I, I stopped then and um, I, I probably signed in once a year for the last six yeah. or seven years. I sign in twice a week because I need we have a Facebook group on for the success club and I don't know what else to do with this and it's not really well used because I'm encouraging them not to be on Facebook right so they know if they're on Facebook in the group a lot I'm saying why in the hell are you on excuse me why in the heck are you on <laughs> social media and instead of doing the things you told me you want to do so anyway that's yeah, I just that's dip there. in yeah yeah so measuring your, your the time knowing which platforms you use, as you pointed right. out already, like what time of day, when, you know, when are you there? Um, and, and I think for me, one of the things that I had to notice years ago, there was, it was Reddit for me. So I'm just fessing up. This is not on your list, but, um, oh, but it could be, I hadn't thought about that. One. I know. That's why I hesitate to bring and it up. But Quora. the, yeah, Quora is good. The, um, Reddit app was one of those things that I would just do, you know, Hey, I'm waiting for this, you know, video to render or some long process or the site I signed into isn't loading and let's go look at Reddit, you know? And I would find that I spent, it was my, it was what I defaulted to if mm -hmm. I had a few extra seconds and it just, you know, my attention even more than the time managing what my attention gets split off into was important for me because I don't have the, I can't afford that many attention shifts in a day. Right. Transitions. So, yeah. Cause yeah. It, you, you, you know, you get to the end of the day and you wonder why you have decision fatigue or why your brain is fried. And sure you may have been in hyper-focus mode or worked really hard or whatever, but you might also have divided your attention a thousand different ways based on posts mm -hmm. that you looked at during the day. Yeah. Excellent thought. Excellent thought, Dr. Johnson. Okay. So thinking about what are the costs for you? What do you want from each platform? When do you want to use it? Let's just get really intentional with this one. Yeah. And thinking about relationships, Dana, I think, you know, we need to balance the, 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 the pros and the cons there. You can use these platforms to invest relationally. Mm -hmm. and stay in touch with people or comment on their pictures or their posts or whatever. And that's beautiful. But again, if you're doing that at, you know, at the cost of, of relationships that are in real life or 
maybe you're investing in relationships with somebody you knew 30 years ago instead of someone that you actually are connected to in in a real way now maybe maybe that's not the most intentional investment strategy yeah exactly exactly so so i you know what do you do well one thing is to accept that you're not going to read it all you're not going to see it all I know some people think, well, I have to go into Instagram and I haven't looked in it for a month. And so I have to go back and read everything. No, it's like a river. You step into the river, you step out of the river. You don't need to feel like you need to see it all. Yeah. yeah. And if if an, if a social media platform has costs that are higher than you decide you want to pay, delete it from your phone. Make it harder to get to. A lot of my clients have done that with Facebook and et cetera, et cetera. And they're fine. They, it's been uncomfortable for a day and then they're fine. Mm, my life improved so much when I removed the Facebook yeah. app from my device. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you can also just follow fewer people. Yeah. Add and delete people as your emotions change. I realize when I'm in, and I'll, I, I allow myself about six minutes a day on Instagram. Yeah. That's it. I have the timer set up, the block set up, and that's just plenty. Perfect. At, but what I do is I'm really aware of my mindset, my emotions when I'm in there. And I, if what's up and what's down, and if somebody gets starts to get down, then I, I just unfollow them. Yeah. And it's good. Instagram doesn't notify them when you've done that. If they go look, they might see. But care. Yeah, but I mean, you're not, yeah. in other words, you're not sending a negative signal to someone. You're just right. removing their negative signal from your life. Right. Yeah. Right. And in Facebook, one thing I've done, and I do this occasionally, I need to do it again, is I go through and I unfriend everybody that I wouldn't recognize if they if I ran into them on the street. Yeah. If I wouldn't walk by them and know who they are, I don't want to be friends with them on Facebook. That's always been my strategy too. I wouldn't I wouldn't even accept a friend request from someone on Facebook that I didn't actually know. No. But I will say on LinkedIn, which is a very different I, like I'm using LinkedIn, LinkedIn. I didn't even put that. LinkedIn is different. It's it a is. business thing. Well, it, yeah. it, 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 it can also be a time suck, you know, so it, there are a lot of, no. there's a lot of overlap here, but LinkedIn is one of those places where I will accept, not every connection, but I'll accept connections from people. Yeah. That, whether I, I don't, whether I know We accept just basically all of them, but it's, but I don't really communicate with them. Yeah. And some people do, and it's just not. Um, use the app limits. We talked about that last week. Posting, you know, if you are a person that posts, do it intentionally and realize that I notice for me, if I post something, then I want to be looking at it more to see who responds. Sure. And how, oh, how much do they like me? Do they love me? Hmm. You know, and often it's no, oh, then here I go. I have no friends. I'm ugly yeah. and stupid and I dress funny. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What else, David? Well, I, oh, just to add to the posting intentionally, I, I I think about that as often as something that if I'm going to jump in and add to the stream, what kind of what kind of addition or contribution do I want to make to the lives of anybody that might see it? You know, so that's my approach. I realize ever many many people like to just go rant about whatever, and I, it's not that I've never ranted, but I I. I I really genuinely like to to add something valuable rather than just noise or crap. So that's a that's a thought. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I think it's makes me why am I posting? 
Exactly. Am I posting to make myself feel better about me because I don't feel good about me? Or am I, or, or to try and convince other people about how wonderful my life is? Or am I posting because I want to share something with the people that I care about? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I do want to point out that I've done with ads, especially on Instagram. Okay, I'm not on Facebook as much, but it would work for there and, and, and other apps that have the ads on them. Is if I see an ad that sort of interests me. I'll take a screenshot of it. I won't. I never buy directly. I never go into the into the um, ad from the post. I'll take a screenshot and I'll let it sit there for a couple of days, and then I go back and look at it later and decide: Do I really want this or not? As a marketer, I have mixed feelings about this because the oh, attribution to, of those ads is really important to the advertisers, right? If, I, if I'm if i spending their money, then I want to know if a purchase came in from that ad or not. But, but, <sighs> I don't... How about an and? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you because that impulsivity that we are likely to have if we have ADHD is something that we can curb by not buying in instantly from that ad. And also, there are scary ways that advertisers and marketers can take advantage of your ADHD. Yeah. We could do an entire episode about that, honestly. Maybe we ought to. Maybe we should. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, a, it's an effective strategy, though, like taking the screenshot. Because like after a day or two, you, you look at it, and like you said, you know, really? what was I thinking? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. Because I, I think, yes, I realize the advertisers need us to click through. However, I'm out there protecting the people with ADHD that I care about. And those are the ones that I talk to. That's, you know, I, I have this back bedroom full of unopened boxes or unreturned crap that I just have bought impulsively on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I need to stop that. Yeah. And so this was the solution either not go on Instagram at all, or this was the other solution we came up with that seems to work. It does work. It's yeah, it's it's a it's an it's a fantastic solution. It really is. Yeah. Plus, you're, you're speaking of privacy. I mean, when you click through on the ad, even if you just click on the ad itself, but then if you click or through slow down to, to a, look at it. Well, that's true. <laughs> if you click through to their website, though, now you've got cookies, and there's all sorts of tracking that goes on there that that gives that advertiser a ton of information about you. Yeah. And so it's a trade off. Yeah. You have to, you know, it's better to be aware and then just make a decision. But yeah. the screenshot avoids that because then if you go Google that product or look it up later, two or three days later, whatever, they're they're not getting all that data about you in the same way. Right. Okay. All right. Bottom line, listener, dearest listener, is if we want to live beyond the struggles of ADHD, we got to get intentional about this stuff. We have to get clear on what we want, who we want to be, and consciously move in that direction. Um, don't argue for how important social media is to you without stepping back and really looking at it and looking at the costs. Uh, yeah, I, I got to thank you for this, Dana. It's really a useful thing to think about. And, and I appreciate the way that you've thought about it, you know, as usual, you know, you're thinking it through, but there's a lot here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of juice here. And what about you, dear listener? Do you have ideas, thoughts, cries of outrage about what we've said today? <laughs> 
that you want to share. Send us some outrage. Send us some outrage, but we're not going to ask you to put it on social. We're going to ask you to email it to us because then it's private and you don't have to worry about who sees it. It's just it's just us and our email just service us. providers. Yeah. So uh, you could shoot it to hello at kicksomeadhd.com. And we'd love to hear from you and find out like and if you have ideas, like what are your thoughts? What works for you? What doesn't? And uh, what else, whatever else you might want to share with us. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week and go out and kick yourself some ADHD. Bam! So, what do you think? Is Kick Some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard. <laughs>